Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report. It is Wednesday the 16th of March. I'm Dom Knight, Alex Avulovich, Gabby Bell and Charles Firth back with us. Hello. Yay. I'm back. (laughs) Yay. 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 Don't all celebrate too hard. Dad's home. He's not home. He's still in Adelaide. You know what I did? So I'm in Adelaide, right? And Again. you know what I did, which I've always threatened to do. Hang on a sec. Didn't we, didn't we talk about this yesterday? There can't be more than one day's worth of content <laughs> of your trip to Adelaide. Get that? Adelaide. No, no, no. This is about Sydney. Okay, right. right. So right. as I was leaving Sydney, <laughs> I, I turned to my sons and I said, I'm just going to go and get some milk. And that was the last Stop thing it. I said. No. Yes. Not the old milk adage. I did. That's and a proverb I've been threatening to do that for years. That's and so I've cool. finally done That's it. hilarious. Yeah. That's brilliant. Yeah. They've That's now got funny. proper proper trauma, you know, ca- character building. It's fine. Like, You'll pay so. for their therapy. <laughs> also, you're yeah. making them into great comedians. Yeah, works out incredibly well. Trauma. Yeah, it's good. It's and good for like very be good able to for write content. a good novel or something. They'll probably win a Nobel Prize out of it. Mm. They should be thanking me, or at least best show at the Adelaide Fringe, like, <laughs> like Abby won. <laughs> Charles, any more reflections on Adelaide? Are you coming back or are you relocating there? I know oh, people no, who've I'm moved dead. to Adelaide. Do we have Permanent. to move to Adelaide if Charles moves to Adelaide? No, no. After after yesterday's discussion, I signed up with Uber. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, good to hear. I, I, makes sense. I'm now fucking making millions. So much like, money. I, there's, I'm not coming back. He's the and wolf I'm sure, of Rundle Street. I'm su- sure the surge pricing will, will continue even after everyone leaves in yeah. a week's time. So, Surely. You yeah. were saying yesterday, Charles, that there are no restaurants open after about 8.45, and, and that was my experience too. But there, wa- there is one, oh. which is that the thing Adelaide does is it concentrates things. So we mentioned it, all the events are in like a two-week period for the whole year. Yes. But also all of the nightlife is in one street. So there's basically mm. Rundle Street turns into like the mall with the big sort of silver balls. It's got the posh wine area all in the same street and the trashy nightlife area. Classic. I've yeah. never seen a, a busier and more disgusting McDonald's <laughs> than 3 a.m. on whatever part of Hindley. Hindley. Yeah. Hindley, Hindley. Street, isn't it? Yeah, Hindley yeah. Street, that's right. And honestly, <laughs> when I went there, I took photos. There was just rappers on every surface. It was just um, <laughs> oh, completely disgusting. Rappers, and so I found, I found, like, basically, <laughs> I'm so confused. Like, people dropping beats in McDonald's. <laughs> disgusting. Right. Yeah, yeah. Grimace was just doing a gang sign. No, but it's amazing. Like, <laughs> nobody, nobody in Adelaide throws their rubbish in the bin. Like, honestly, every single surface in Macca's. Had like chip wrappers and what? So that is that's the only place you can go. That's not a great story, but <laughs> <laughs> on today's show, I'll be telling you guys all about the lovely, whimsical world of uh, Saudi Arabia. Oh, great! And I'll be talking to you guys about Batman because I'm filtered for content and I saw it on the weekend. So there you go. It'll be riveting. Good wow, shit. way to sell it. All right. <laughs> but, but before all of that, really well thought out content and one segment about Batman, here is Rebecca Dayunamuno in the Chaser Newsroom. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Climate scientists have praised the Morrison government following a massive drop in greenhouse gas emissions due to petrol prices being too expensive for anyone to afford. This lack of action on the rising cost of living has been heralded as the closest thing the government has done to anything that could be considered climate action. Polling data suggests that voters are enthusiastic for the government's plan to make beer cheaper, as it will be cheaper to drown the sorrows of not being able to afford things like houses or petrol. With one local voter praising Morrison, saying that in a world of plague viruses, floods and wars, they are glad the Prime Minister is focusing on what is clearly the most important issue. And finally, Scott Morrison has been criticised for mocking Anthony Albanese's weight loss on the Today Show following Albo's recent 60 Minutes appearance. During the interview, the man who gave himself a nickname in order to rebrand himself last election told reporters that, unlike Albo, he never pretends to be anyone but himself. The PM later reaffirmed the assertion while taking photos of himself moonlighting as a tradie, hairdresser, welder, truck driver and leader during a crisis. I'm Rebecca Dana-Muno from the Chaser News Desk and I'm ready to get on the slightly cheaper beers next fiscal year. Woohoo! I don't know if you guys know about this, but this week is a week for the record books. Really? Um, Saudi Arabia hit a personal best this week. Um, most people executed in a single day. Um, oh. They they had a they had an, a, a ceremony, I guess, much like um, citizenship ceremonies. You got a bunch of people lining up, and eighty one people were killed in one day. At the same time? Yeah. Well, I think so. From what I've seen, they do it with a big sword, so I think it's one by one. Oh, but I mean, like in the same in the same event, successively. Um, like in, don't they do it in like the town square or something? Uh, I depend depends on the crime. I think I feel like if you if so. The way they, they structure it, you've got um, people with deviant beliefs. That's that's one group that get executed. And then there's also allegiance to foreign terrorist organisations. But I mean, Well, that has been a touchy subject for Saudi Arabia yeah. in, <laughs> gonna, uh, in recent years. I assume that's the, the people they pay. But no, well, I think what counts to, as a foreign terrorist organisation in Saudi Arabia it might be a bit different to what we would... Oh, so it's not, it's not Al-Qaeda. It might be it, it's know, like the CIA. It's like the Houthis. So, like, if you're from Yemen, you're probably oh a terrorist. Um, mm. Yeah, yeah, sad times. But it's interesting because it's a, it's a record, right? 81 in one mm. day. Do you know what the last biggest execution was? 27? <clears throat> 67. Very close. Oh. Well, that was last year. Last um, year? Yeah. So, hang on. So, these, this is being done with a sword, right? The yep. method is a sword. Yep. So does the one person have to go through and cut off 81 that's, heads? That's what would that do to a person's brain? That's exactly what I was thinking, I mean, right? Better There's, than the victims, I suppose. But yeah, <laughs> it's, still, it's still not great, though, because, like, you've got more and more executions every year. It's a, it's a fucked job. Like, you know, I, I'm starting to think, like, I feel for these executioners, right? I, I, I care about workers' rights. I don't know about you guys, you know, mm. big union supporter. Um, but I think these people are getting exploited. Like, it's, it is, it's a massive sword. It will do your back in trying to swing that thing. I I can't imagine how that works. And then also they do crucifi- they do crucifixions as well. Um, what? Yeah. What? Can you imagine lifting a human body? Like that's heavier than a sword. That's I just don't know what kind of benefits these people get or like if there's any kind of OHNS. Like is there is there a union for the execution no, union? I don't think so. No. So I was Oh god. I mean like so I've been I've been looking into it and like because mm. it is shocking, you know, their 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 workload's increasing exponentially every year, you know. Yeah. They keep breaking yes, records. Yes. 
And mm. I found a um, a job ad posted on a civil services jobs portal in Saudi Arabia. Seriously, for a, for an executioner. Um, so the, there are no specific qualifications. It says no special qualifications are needed for the job. Well, presumably women can't apply. Yeah. Oh, sure. But that's for all jobs. That's a yeah. yeah. Um, but the main role is executing a judgment of death. That's in quotes. Mm. Um, but you also um, perform amp- amputations. On people convicted of lesser offences. Oh so yes, because you take the hand off. Yeah, don't you? yeah. Right. So that's that's the same job. This person mm. is not just killing eighty-one people in a day. They're also chopping off legs and hands, and oh, it's just tiring even thinking about it. Um, so they're categorised as religious functionaries, right? And their pay scale is on the lower end of civil services. Um, so. I was trying to look up but, like what. But do they get productivity bonuses? Like they've been doing really well. Do, do they get paid like an extra? You'd think eighty-one bonus. in a day, you'd get. I mean, yeah, you, you should get some sort of bonus for that. Yeah, yeah. like at least a Christmas. Like I mean, a, so I don't think you actually get many bonuses because they put up this ad when demand started increasing. So I don't think they're giving bonuses to executioners. They're just trying to yeah. flood the market with more executioners oh. to yes, to keep yes. the rates down. So have you thought of applying? Um. Well, like my wrist is like really bad. Um, mm. I'm I'm not like, yeah. I mean, I do I do eat meat. I'm not against like killing things. I just never, yeah. I don't know. I never really saw that as my trajectory. And also, the pay sucks. Um, so it's yeah, interesting yeah. that the pay sucks. Yeah. Well, th- it's on the lower end of the civil service pay scale. And I was looking at like what are the lower end civil service pay jobs in Saudi Arabia. Um, yeah, yeah. Like it's it's around the point of like a receptionist. Or um, like a government laundry worker. There's a lot of white linen in Saudi Arabia. That's also a fucking hard job. Well, presumably um, the execution is quite a lot of work. Yeah, for exactly, those exactly. Mm. Supply um, and demand. Haven't they caught up with the modern world? I mean, obviously they haven't. But surely this should be another case for the gig economy. What you yes. don't you don't need a full time executioner yeah. uh, who also does amputations. What you need is just a bunch of amateurs with their own equipment. Uh, who you call in via app when they're needed. So you wouldn't have the big sword. They might have to use a heavy knife or a cleaver or or probably just something blunt. Probably just just like a a rusty knife that hasn't got much use. But it doesn't matter about the quality of the experience or anyone's safety. What matters is saving costs. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, in that sense, you could just have the people who need to be killed sign up as Uber drivers and they'll just die on the roads themselves. Right. That would take care of itself. Yeah. But if you're having a sort of executioner app, wouldn't mm. there be a problem with surge pricing? Like suddenly <laughs> there's 81 people to kill in a day. There's only like yeah. three executioner. Yeah, scourge pricing. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah, scour- <laughs> scourge, purge pricing. Purge pricing. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, like, and then it would actually end up costing more. Because isn't that the whole point? That's the, true. Yeah. You couldn't do 81 in a day. You'd have to, you'd have to yeah. split it out. No, mm. no. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. The Chaser Report. More news, less often. Do we ever sting, like, Gabby's film corner? No, <laughs> we don't, because I'm probably only going to do it this once. But Funny female film. <laughs> <laughs> That's awful, I hate female. Feminist icon 
films. Uh, yeah, no, I saw Batman on the weekend. Oh yeah, yeah, the, the new There's one, the Batman. One? Yeah, like Th- the, thank goodness the they... fifty millionth of the Batman. Films. <laughs> thank goodness they no, dared to tackle that on the, the screen. This is the Batman. Yeah, the mm. only oh, one. Yeah, finally. Um, yeah, because like I mean, I just went with my roommates because we haven't really actually we've been living together for a year and we had never done like a roommate hangout. You'd never COVID. actually hanged out outside the house. Yeah, because because yeah, wow. COVID affected our our roommate mm. dynamic. So we went on a little roommate trip and. Yeah, I decided to use my Dine to Discover voucher on a, on a Batman ticket, so it was pretty sick. Whoa. We still yeah. got those. Yeah, they, they're valid till July, so definitely get get on, on that. that. If you guys want to go see Batman, you can do it for an extra, well, only for $5. Cause thanks, make Matt Keane. Yeah, thanks. But anyway, I saw saw it, saw, saw our Pat's Batman, and um, it's funny because, like, the only other Batman I've ever really seen, I've seen, like, a couple of the earlier ones, but I don't really retain any of that information. The only mm. one that I've seen and can retain is the Dark Knight, so it's always, like, a bit of a... You know, is it going to be better than this one kind of thing? Yeah. Um, I very much buy into that hype. But I thought it was good. I thought it was a good movie. It's three hours long, but I thought it was good. Did it need three hours? I will honestly tell you, it didn't feel like three hours long. What? When I was in the theatre, yeah, it didn't feel like... Were you late? No, I watched all of the trailers and everything. I saw the trailer for Doctor Strange and like a bunch of other stuff. Got pretty hyped. Wait, it Doctor, was a good movie. every single movie is a fucking superhero movie. Uh, a lot of them are, yeah. What? Well, I mean, a lot of the ads for the superhero movie oh, come up for the superhero for movies. the superhero movie, oh. yeah. But uh, yeah, I saw that and I saw the ad for Morpheus, Mobius, Mo. Jared Leto. Anyway. But anyway, it was a really fun three hours. I had a great time. Okay, well, I mean, this has been a great way to end the episode. Thank you, Gabby. Yeah, <laughs> the only thing is... I gotta say, um, the Riddler's been a bit defabulist. The Riddler, what? yeah, because if you've seen the original Riddler, well, the original Riddler from that like the Adam Riddler. West TV show. No, or no, the no, Jim no, Carrey no, one? the most iconic portrayal, the nineteen ninety five Jim Carrey adaptation of the Riddler. Um, that movie's called the Riddler, as far as I'm concerned. But basically, I have a theory that Jim Carrey could play the current Riddler, but Paul Dano could not play the nineteen ninety five Riddler. There's no way. Right. Yeah, but the Riddler was terrifying in this film. Absolutely terrifying. Bone chilling. And I just never saw that coming because the last time I saw the Riddler he was in a green morph suit just yeah. doing like jazz hands I and saw shit. some pictures. He's got like a gimp hood. Like yeah. How do you make that terrifying? Yeah, it's it, horrifying. It's green spandex with like question marks. All over. Like, d- yeah. Does he make you laugh to death when he attacks you? I mean, in some places you laugh because you're scared. Like he yeah. is great. But I've got to tell you, this movie is not a superhero movie. It's a crime movie. It's, oh. it's a thriller. It's like a crime. That's I think that's why I liked it so much because I don't like the superhero movies mm. that are super superhero-y, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Unless they're Spider-Man because then I just get to have a great time for two and a half hours. But yeah, this is like, it's like a crime thing. And I think the thing I can't ever get past with Batman, as much as I like the movie, I just my favourite thing about all Batman films is that the entire city of Gotham just accepts that there's a man dressed as a bat Saving people. Like, yeah. if that happened in real life, you're telling me that we would all just embrace this dude? You know I what? If I it was in Lismore the past <laughs> couple of weeks, fucking yes. Yeah, I The guy in the bat saving people, absolutely As long fine. as he's saving also, people. Also, Batman's a bloody billionaire. Like, if Jeff Bezos dressed up as a bat, no one would bat an eyelid. No, <laughs> I suppose. But would you want him saving you? Or would it just no, be but I wouldn't have a choice. Yeah, I suppose that's <laughs> true. There are so many things about Batman that I find interesting. Because, like, okay, he makes the mm. suit. He's a billionaire. He decides, I'm going to be a vigilante. Mm. And at that point, I mean, how do you even get to that point? I suppose becoming an mm. orphan is sort of one way to do it. But then then he's like, okay, I'm going to make I'm gonna make a suit. I'm going to costume design. And he decides, bat. And then he's like, you know what this helmet needs? Two completely non-functional bat ears. Mm. If you're going to put bat ears on a helmet and you're going to be a veg- vigilante, make them knives. I don't understand why he hasn't... 
Or like, like, you know, like... Super hearing like bats. Yeah, actually give them purpose, but instead they're just stupid points on the top of his mask. Uh, well, this is good news because I would have thought that after this, this... In fact, before this latest movie, we did not need any more Batman movies. Yeah. But you've found a niche. Well, it's, it's good. I think it's good. Although I will say, again, you know, you get to the end of the three hours and you realise that this is actually a film about a white billionaire learning the importance of empathy. Because he starts the movie being like, you know, I am vengeance, all that shit. And then at the end of the movie, he's like, I could be hope. And you're like, oh, you learn to care about but the average person. Good for you. I mean, I don't mean to give away the movie, but that's like the plot of all well, of them, I, isn't it? I still think I still think that's a disgusting thing. Like, I think all these superhero movies are such reactionary filth. It's, it's all <laughs> about like this one individual who's super privileged. Either they're rich or they've been bitten by some fucking spider or something. <laughs> and like, it's about them dominating society. Like, yeah. it's like, I'm- Like, who chose you? And everything functions more or less perfectly apart from these inexplicably evil people. And yeah. then like, this magic guy comes and saves it. Like, that's yeah. not how anything works. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, and like, Bruce, it, Bruce Wayne isn't magic. He just has the magic what power of money. <laughs> Why don't they have a movie where um, lo- lots of people get together and solve the world's problems through <laughs> some through sort collective of action through mechanism over over several years? Oh, they have that movie. Reform. No, that movie exists. You know what it's called? Bugs Life. Oh, that's a movie. <laughs> that's, that's a movie a about movie. that's a movie about collaboration oh. right there and fighting the forces of evil as a team. Yes. I will say though, um, also it was Wolf Warrior, <laughs> a Chinese movie from 2015, also about working together as a team to. Fight evil. But the one, the one uh, thing. The Avengers. <laughs> fuck. The one thing I walked away from, though, thinking was I was like so impressed with myself that I got the whole film. Like I understood the movie. I, I, oh. I got everything. And I think I was like, God, I finally hit a point where the Batman films don't feel slightly inaccessible to me. And then it was revealed to me that the only other Batman film I retained the information from, Dark Knight, that's a sequel. Yeah. So oh. the whole time I've been watching that film, I've been watching that film for 13 years, and the whole time I'm like, oh, it's just so complex, I just don't understand it. No, I didn't get all the references because I haven't seen the first fucking Batman film in that trilogy. You gotta so leave there's all the this stuff happening, and I'm like, I don't know why this is happening, but I get it. No, I just have to watch the first one. I thought I was dumb <laughs> for 13 years. I just thought it was like, oh, it's just too much. It's a boys thing, Gabby. It's a boy Superhero movie. I'm just boys. not complex enough to understand it. No, it just didn't have a whole extra two and a half hour film of information <laughs> before seeing Heath Ledger's Joker. Oh my God, stupid, stupid. Our gear is brought to you by Rode Microphones and we're part of the ACAST Creator Network. And if you've been bitten by a radioactive spider, I'd probably just call the poison hotline or something. It's definitely yeah. not going to make you be able to fly or shit. It's probably just going to kill you. So just, you know, go get that checked. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.